You are now listening to the Curiosity Led Podcast. What's going on, guys? And welcome to episode two of the Curiosity Led Podcast, where we focus on asking good questions of ourselves and others. I'm your host, Emilio Soria. And uh, guys, we're at episode two. So we did it. We're officially launched. We're moving in. Uh, so as I work on the book, um, you know, I wanted to focus today's episode on accountability. This seems to be the big word going around in today's narrative. You know, people need to be held more accountable. And, you know, I, I figured this was a good conversation to have with you guys because, you know, we think we're holding people accountable or we think that accountability is the right way to go. But uh, are we really holding ourselves accountable and others accountable in the right way well my view is no for the majority of the people that i see they are not uh quote unquote doing accountability right so what do i mean by that well accountability it's real simple it's asking one question where are we with this where are we in the process and then looking where you are and then course correcting to put you back on track if you're off track or to keep you on track if you are on track, right? We have turned that word into a synonym for punishment, right? Who do we hold to account for this mess? Which is why nobody wants to take accountability, right? Nobody's going to rush to be punished, right? But ultimately, at the end, if accountability is used uh, for the context that it was created for, right, which was to bring to account, it's almost like a ledger, right, to balance your ledger, then it's a completely different approach, then it's really about becoming better. And from a curiosity-led approach, it's really what accountability is about. It's about becoming better and making sure that we're not only on course, we can course correct for anything that comes up. Remember, accountability should not be uh, I guess the rod, right, for which we discipline all peoples. Accountability needs to be the yardstick by which we measure, right? So let's take an example. So let's say that you, in your organization, right, there's a work stream, right, before we get to you specifically. So there's a work stream, right? Let's say this work stream is enterprise optimization, right? So meaning you're, this work stream is focusing on making the organization better. But you find that when you uncover something that maybe isn't the most efficient or it's double work or it's just plain out wrong. And when you bring it up, nothing happens. You just band-aid it or you come up with another solution to cover up the fact that those inefficiencies are still happening. So what does this do? Think about it, right? It creates frustration. You almost want to lose engagement, right? You want to shut down. You're like, oh, well, they don't really care about optimizing anything. Because you have to think about what's going on behind the scenes, what it means to people's reputation, right? So when someone is, or I shouldn't say someone, but when there's a particular process that's not working well, a lot of times there are not just leaders, there are, uh, you know, employees of the organization who take it real personal and they don't want people to see that there's a shortcoming or they don't want to do the work to correct it for whatever reason. I mean, they may be busy and not have the bandwidth, right? So there are a number of reasons, but, you know, y you may see some of that. 
So you'll see that then really the whole work stream of enterprise optimization becomes a farce and then people begin to see right through that work. Now, the one, it, one of the main areas where enterprise optimization work streams, like what I just mentioned, one, one area where they go wrong is that they're not taking to account the inefficiencies and creating more efficiencies. Instead, what happens is a lot of times the finger is pointed and then there's no support. And then it's almost like a blame game. Well, this one and that one. And then nothing gets done because now you have two leaders who can't agree. And a lot of times for these processes, there's no process owner, right? Because they just kind of develop, right? You're working, you do things, a process gets developed, but nobody really owns it. It's just the way things are done. So taking a curiosity-led approach, it's really looking at that question, well, where are we with this? What is really happening here? Digging in and uncovering the process and focusing on the process or the problem, not the people. The biggest thing that we need to do to take a curiosity-led approach is not so much to give people the benefit of the doubt, but to be open to the possibility that you may have it wrong. Even if all the evidence is pointing to the contrary, holding on to that little bit of curiosity for just a little bit longer will help you to arrive at a, at a solution that both holds people accountable and responsible, but also rewards when problems are identified and solved. I'm going to repeat that last part again. It rewards when it rewards issues being brought up, bubbled up to the surface and solved. And that's what we're lacking in a lot of organizations. We punish for accountability measures, but we don't reward the person who brought it up. In fact, we punish the person for their good work. We punish them with more work. So think about it. I mean, you know, these are things that are not new, um, but, you know, it's funny. A lot of clients that I've worked with, I hear them say, well, that's not me. Well, I don't do that. I've seen this person do that. And then when we take a closer look, it's like, oh, shit. Maybe I do do that. You know, and it may not be as impactful as other processes. But it's important that we understand that if, uh, if the culture goes in a certain direction, we go that direction. Right? So as the employee goes, the culture goes. So as the leader goes, the culture goes, and vice versa. As the culture goes, so goes the leader, and so goes the employee. So remember, we're not immune to these things. We're not immune to the uh, accountability bug. We just have to make sure we're understanding our own uh, motivations. Why do we want to hold people accountable? Is it to punish someone or to make it better? Because if your goal is to make it better, then reward and recognition for identifying the issue and then solving it is going to be paramount. And reward should not be more work masked under the guise of, well, they're getting more experience and practice. I'm going to tell you, that only works if the person chooses it. If they're being told it doesn't, it doesn't really work that way. I mean, we can always tell ourselves the story, right? 
that, well, you know, in the long run, I ended up learning a bunch of skills. And that's great, you know, but let's let's keep it a buck. Let's be 100% honest here. You know, if, if we're taking a curiosity-led approach, then we have to ask ourselves, what's my motivation here? If my motivation is truly not to punish, then how can I seek to reward and recognize the identification and solving of these issues? Then how do we distribute work fairly at the end of the day? Who should own it? Because the last thing you want to do is to give ownership of a task to somebody whom either one, it really doesn't belong to because they have no decision-making power over the outcome, or two, that it leads them to either become disengaged, quit the organization, or really develop some serious health issues because they're a person who strives for excellence and they're literally driving themselves crazy doing a job that they feel like they shouldn't be doing and really can't do. Right. So again, you know, we want to, we want to really take a curiosity led approach with this and understand where it is that we need to go. Um, you know, and I mean, it's another podcast episode here, but just, just a little bit of a dovetail off that topic. You know, when it comes to the distribution of work, I mean, this one is key, right? Usually what happens, the person who solves the problem, is rewarded with continuing to solve the problem with band-aids, bubblegum, and a toothpick, right? They're going to MacGyver the situation, and then the MacGyvering of the situation becomes the norm. And if you're a business leader and you're listening to this, from your perspective, it's like, oh, well, the problem's solved. We could keep it moving. But go a couple layers down to the person executing the work and the people impacted by that inefficient process. It's far from over. In fact, it's their new daily frustration that gets compounded over and over and over. And from their perspective, it looks like, well, nobody really cares about enterprise optimization. All right, bring it right back to the beginning. And this is kind of the reason why I went with that example because uh, you know a lot of organizations are doing that now. They really want to optimize how it is they do their work every day, um, you know, but it's interesting. The perception um, from the constituents doesn't really match that intention, um, you know, so it's important that we, we take a closer look at that and take a curiosity-led approach. Um, all right, so I guess this is a good place to end this episode. Um, you know, again, when we're thinking about accountability, are we looking to punish Right? Is that what we're looking to do? Or are we really looking to improve or optimize the problem? Remember if uh, to test your um, or, or to uh, become aware of your motives. And if you're truly not looking to punish, look how to reward and recognize um, the identification and the solving of those problems. And I promise you, you'll see engagement go up. Again, innovation on tap, influence on tap. You know, these are the things that really bring the best out of people just focusing on areas like accountability. All right, so with that, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, so again, these um, these podcasts are pretty steady once a week, uh, so I'll keep that going. Let us know what you think in the comments below where uh, whatever platform you're listening to this on. Um, yeah, and we'll see you guys on the next one. So until then, stay curious, my friends. Thank you.